I ain't saying it back. The leftovers. The leftovers. All right. So welcome everyone to So What I Missed, the show where we show how little we know about a show. And today, since we missed Christmas, we're going to celebrate something that people typically don't. We're going to celebrate the leftovers, okay? With the leftovers. I'm Oliver, and with me is the Cha. Hey. Hey, hey the Cha. Hey. <laughs> and as well as uh, Craig T. St. Randy. I, okay, I just found this out myself. This is amazing. Wait, the one and only or the other one? Um, I'm third. Third, okay. He comes from a long line of bullshit. A long, oh, really? You I have no know. idea. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically, so we have not seen a single episode of the show called The Leftovers. I didn't even know what it was. I think I've I... I've never heard of this. Yeah. Ever. I Three seasons. Before. I mixed it up with the left behind Christian stuff. So I thought it was going to be a Christian thing. Is it a Christian thing? That's another question, but is it... God is like a supporting actress. Yeah. God influenced part of it. Okay. So this show went on for three seasons. It started in June, 2014 and it ended this year, June 4th, 2017. It did its three seasons and it ended itself 28 episodes. The episode we watched is the book of Nora. Yeah. And you guys know Nora by now. We definitely know the Noras, okay? Nora is uh, Holly M. Kalino, right? Nora is Holly M. Kalino. For those of you who do not know, look up Holly M. Kalino right now. Just leave it on the second tab, you know, when you want to close this out. Go to Holly M. Like us first. But then go to Holly M. Kalino. Check it out. She's a great person. Is that how we Personality. Do it? Personality. Yeah, great. she's a great personality. Internet personality. Um, that's really all you need to know. Terrific videos may have murdered someone that someone may have been mimicking her so it's all good i say but you know other yeah, people that's I, for the court of law i didn't know if i was going to actually mention it all that what she actually ended up doing and just let him you know let him find it let him find we can it, edit that know, out yeah now they definitely will look it up now i mean if not us like us first she oh, definitely murdered someone she definitely yeah, yeah she <laughs> she shot someone in a parking lot but only after making a bunch of youtube videos about how people are trying to steal her eyebrows and her other features, okay? It's just and extort her. Extort her. And the Kardashians especially are stealing her mermaid hair. Look, Eminem is also stealing her looks too, and Eminem's also dead inside. But Eminem's anyway. a woman, isn't he? Eminem does gay porn. He possibly could be Christina Aguilera, but now we're getting really, really deep into Holly M. Kalino. Yeah, we're like citing Holly M. Kalino. This is Holly M. Kalino's oh. scripture, well, not guys, guys, ours. I'm glad that we're bringing it up. Cause literally, my first note for the episode is Holly M. Kalino. <laughs> and that's it. I was like, that has to be a thing we talk about. We are the biggest fans of you, Holly M. Kalino, if you were listening. Yeah, there's something very Holly M. Kalino-esque to, like, at the beginning, where the ladies say in the message about how she wants to be with her kids and stuff yes. before she goes to the pod. And they're all like, you're lying. I just don't feel like it's legitimate. And she's like, well, what else What else can I do, you know? <laughs> Give me notes. And so, okay, this is our Nora we are talking about. And um, she is going to do, uh, she's going to get naked for a pod, you guys, okay? Hey, Much look. like we are. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys can't see it, obviously, but one of the three of us, stark naked for the pod, we take it very seriously. We take it extremely seriously. We are acting out this show as we go. This okay. is called method watching. Yeah, this is called method reviewing and watching. Okay, Ebert Roper, you should learn. That's why we did lesson. so much meth when we watched Breaking Bad. We're the James Franco of podcasts. Damn. You can't <laughs> see it. Just know, we're living the uh, gimmick, people. And I'm the brother. Okay, so Nora. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the leather daddy. Nora, okay, she gets naked for a pod because she's going to 
What? It's what kind of it? like The Matrix. It's kind of like. It's kind of like Silent Hill. Vanilla Sky. It's kind of like Orphanville. It's kind of like what is this? Is it heaven? Is it a multiverse? Or it's kind of like you know, uh, in SpongeBob, when Squidward goes to the alternate world where everyone's a Squidward and they all like shop at Whole Foods is and it play clarinet. The Jehovah's Witness afterlife, though, huh? That's like just Earth, but only with the people that believe in Jehovah. Here's the thing, though. If mm. it, that was the uh, Jehovah's Witness afterlife, I feel like there would be less um, pregnant. Uh, brides drinking. That's another thing. Okay, one thing. Um, and can, she's not presented as like a bad person at all. In Australia, we are jumping ahead, but are you allowed to uh, drink with the, the baby in the belly? You know, prego and drink. Maybe. Maybe. It's That's, very possible. I was thinking that. It's well, very possible. from the looks of it, she was married to like Australian Sean Penn. So if you're married <laughs> to Australian Sean Penn, I think the the rules are a little different for you. Yeah, because that baby and that woman have way more to fear than alcohol. Another question. Okay, um, if you die Sean pregnant Penn. and you go to heaven, is, are you going to be pregnant? What's happening? Can you get pregnant in heaven? That's another... Oh, I have so many people like, oh, we need to ask the priest something, but... Yeah. We are skipping ahead a lot. Let's get to Nora jumping into the pod. She does, like, mad libs with her brother. I, I'm not a fan of watching people do mad libs or laugh at mad libs. I guess it was cute. It was cute, though, because <laughs> you saw their relationship and, uh, like... They talked about death in a really light way. Yeah, because she was like, yeah, this is going to be the best, uh, what was it, Will and Testament, or what was the, the Mad Lib they were filling out? I can't even remember, but... Yeah, was, it was like a death Mad Lib. It's the obituary. Yeah. Oh, the obituary Mad yeah. Lib, yeah. Like, she's, she's, she's taken by the Department of Sudden Diarrhea. And so she's going to get into a pod, which, uh, like, I guess zaps them, because... We saw the fossil. It just looked mm -hmm. like an empty little carcass of it. and They look kind of like fetuses. Yeah, I the guess. Where they're curled up, very the Matrix. They go places like the Terminator time travel system goes. They're mm -hmm. naked, because she did mention being naked. Yeah, I remember she did. that. And she just started out naked, so what am I saying? Last name's Durst. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that fact. She might be the killer, but. Oh, yeah, Fred Durst or Robert Durst. Either way, she's killing it. She's killing it, dude. With the nookie. <laughs> but did you guys see the little doll that they had for a demonstration at the place? Like at the no. pod place, they're like, okay, so this is what's gonna be like. We're gonna put this little doll in here and um, we're gonna fill it up with yeah. gel. Oh yeah, yeah. the doll just fell. get a diagram, maybe. I don't know. Diagrams aren't that hard to do. That just looks silly to me. I don't know. It did. A it looked a little Mickey Mouse. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> and um, then uh, what do we get to? Uh, we we. we can you guys hold your breath for 30 seconds? That's another thing I took note of. Because I tried to do that, and I sneezed a lot at the end of it. So I realized I would be fucked by this goose stuff. How about you guys? I, I mean, do we want to do it right here on the podcast? No, like, that's not yeah. some entertaining things to listen to. I don't know. I mean, Maybe she was on special sedatives. Possibly, yeah. I don't know. That She it, was it definitely running around naked too. in like a, a air airline outside of the terminal area. Yeah, and they did a lot of you know HBO's Naked Woman symmetry. Which is oh yeah, one. like yeah. first we're gonna get introduced to her butt and outside. Ten minutes we're gonna see her boobies. Finally, <laughs> the camera turns artfully all the while, but eventually to her breasts. Yeah, full center view. You know, you have to. It's HBO, and plus, there's no other boobs for the rest of this. So I mean, this is it. This is her boobs. Yeah, I mean, it was a nice touch of boobs, but not too much of boobs. <laughs> boobs. 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 The breasts is I like. I can't say the word. It's so dirty. Daddy pillows. Do you think that HBO forces it on this show? Or do you think HBO forces it in general? I mean, do you have to throw boobs on the show? Here's I the felt like the nudity HBO. was natural. In this, it's very it's natural because they're going to get naked anyway. That's kind of a part of it. 
But yeah, with HBO, there's definitely there's a pattern. Whether it's True Blood, Sex in the City, Girls, whatever, uh-huh. you're gonna have a wacky gay character. There's gonna be some drugs. There's gonna be a lot of tits. Marnie's ass get gets eaten. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, it has that. Iconic. It has Adam Driver coming on a girl. It has to happen. Has to, yeah. Yeah. But in, in Sex in the City, it's Kyle McLaughlin probably coming on someone or not being able to get it up. Yeah, I guess that's why they got it out out of the way in the first ten minutes. They're like, "Here you go, you guys. Be happy for the rest of these sixty minutes. It's a seventy-minute push. Just let these get the, let these boobs get you through it." Okay. Well, they got they they showed everything. It was yeah. full frontal. Yeah. Full back. But it was so gradual the way it was. Everything felt earned. Yeah, this wasn't Sons. Yeah, show. Sons of Anarchy. This is not. <laughs> not. Not the booty factory, you guys. It's not the booty factory. And uh, women in pods. That's another thing. What is with women in pods? Yeah, women in pods, like like babes, naked women in pods. Yeah. Like whether it's a sexy sexy alien lady being born or like it's a fifth element type situation mm-hmm. or yeah. even like Firefly. She's a confused, you know, attractive person in a pod. I just, I, so, I mean, do you consider that sexist beginning or is it just like this works out? I mean, you... No, because she takes agency takes of agency. the whole okay. scene. Okay, gotcha. So it's yeah. very different. Just pushing forward with she it. She doesn't need a man to guide her. She actually ends up guiding the man. Okay, okay. The theme song. We totally skipped the theme. How did you guys appreciate the theme song? We don't have to perform it just yet, but how did you guys appreciate it was the a, theme song? I thought it was dumb at first, honestly, because yeah, yeah. I was I expecting the show to be dumb. I didn't ah. appreciate the theme song whatsoever until, until uh, Genevieve did her uh, Mumford & Son spin on it. Kanye Dawson. Kanye Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after Genevieve played it for us, I was like, oh, I actually like this. The I don't like the actual song, though. So. Yeah. I like the visuals, though. I like the, even though it's a slideshow, and I didn't like slideshows before with Teen Wolf, I respect this slideshow because, you know, it shows what I knew about the show. I knew people went missing, and there's just, like, a person missing in each of the shots that they show in the slideshow. What did oh. you guys know about the show, first off, starting off? Nothing at all? Nothing. I had never heard of this show Nothing. until I was told what I was doing. Boom, leftover. I told him about the leftovers on Leftover at Eve. What is it? I just conflated it with the Left Behind movies or TV show. I don't know what Left Behind is, but it's about the rapture. About the rapture. So yeah. I, I was expecting something really Christian. Yeah, I thought this was going to be all rap rapture. It still could be hey, rapture. I just want to say, I, I don't mean to interrupt. I oh, know, go for but it. But central. hopefully we'll be, just speaking of Left Behind and that whole deal, at some point, let's do a bonus episode where we watch that movie. Because you two have never seen it, correct? No, I've not. I have seen no. it. All right. And it is, well, I mean, of course, I'm, about, I'm yeah, stating the obvious. <laughs> it's batshit stupid. Not batshit crazy. It's just batshit stupid. That sounds perfect. And yeah. it's Kurt Cameron. Say no more, fam. All right, boom. He yeah. sucks. <laughs> like, he's awful. What yeah. I knew about this show was... Um, I knew people went missing. I saw the trailer before when he first came out. It seemed interesting, but people went missing, and then they came back all weird. That is all I know. And Justin Thorox. Thorox. What is this? Thoreau. Justin Thoreau. Bad guy from Charlie's Angels 2, in case you were the person that saw Charlie's Angels 2 with me. He's like in every issue of GQ for the last 10 years. 
And I think he's still married to Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, they are still married. Nice. How long have they been married? Since 2015. And oh. she's doing fine, people. She's just Jennifer fine. Jennifer is fine. She's fine. Okay. She's fine. She's fine. Guys, I don't know if we've said this before on the podcast. I feel like I'm repeating myself, but Jennifer's going to be fine. She's fine, okay? Just like because she's, she is great. The cake thing. Just, she's fine. She's fine, okay? God. Okay. Well, if you just look at like how Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt are doing right now, like I think, yeah, yeah. I think Who's Jennifer's doing, doing fine. Who's doing better? Yeah, she's doing pretty great Her right now. Ducks are in a row. Those eye commercials. She's got. So uh, that brings us to Justin Thorox Thoreau's Thoreau. Looks great to suit. I forget all the time what a bomb ass actor he is. Oh yeah, and they all had face makeup on because there was a time jump. Big one. There's a big old yeah. time jump, people, that we did not know about. I'm sure you guys saw it from the beginning okay from the pod to the australia we were were we always in australia what was going on no she wasn't always in australia because it she it was weird that she ran into the guy in australia oh yeah there was a bunch of americans yeah she left uh nippleville what was it called naplesville naplewood what was it called I think it's called Nipplewood. Nipplewood. She left Nipplewood. Those titties. <laughs> she left the nipple boner town to go to Australia through Pod. But we find out more about that later. Uh, first off, the dance. Yeah, so the dance. he shows up. Justin Thoreau shows up and asks Nora, who now has gray hair. His time has passed. She delivers pigeons also. That's another weird. Yeah, she's a pigeon. On a bike delivery. Pigeoneer. There's a few animal Bike delivery scenes, pigeon renter. Like. She's rambling these pigeons. She's shaking them. It's not. not is cool. that human trafficking? Or is pigeon that humane pigeon trafficking? I think is a real PETA question we should be asking. Yeah. But. So she's a pigeon expert. Justin Thoreau shows up in a great blazer, as always. He has like six great blazers in this, and he's like, <laughs> "I want to take you to the dance. I'm wrinkly. He looks like Sean Connery." She's like, "How did you find me here? What? What? How did you find me?" I was vacationing in Australia. Wait, no. I saw you on your bike. No, 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 no. You. You talked I was to the sister Mary. You had a picture of my Australia. face, and you were asking people about me. It's almost like she deleted her Facebook. Yeah, she was completely hard to track down. Okay, Justin Thoreau, while vacationing, just happened to see her on the bike. I don't think so. And my girl Nora, on the next level of this. And to be clear, his name was Kevin. Kevin. Yes. Okay. I don't know if that name necessarily. Do you guys like the match of Kevin to Justin Thorax? No. No, just Justin Thorax. Just Justin Thorax, dude. Like, what is your deal? Just always be J- JT, you know? And you should demand that. Well, I mean, he, he could at least be called Justin. It's like Tony Danza. He always played a guy named Tony. Yeah, or he could at least be like Tustin Jorax. I don't know. <laughs> Clorax. Yeah, Clorax. <laughs> he could be Clorox, okay? Justin Clorox. That's great. But his classic excuse was, I'm on vacation in Australia. I just saw you. And on your she, bike suspiciously is like okay get the fuck out okay i'm gonna like smoke a cigarette faster than anyone's ever seen anyone smoke a cigarette in their life and where does she go from here what happens oh yeah she goes to call her friend she has a yeah and she's like in. did you give justin thoreau my number or address I'm like bitch i didn't give him your number okay you just want to go to the dance with him that's all i can say yeah, and she's like, just go to the dance with the guy. And at this point, we don't know, like, maybe Justin Thoreau did something really bad to her. Yeah, Justin Thoreau's creeping, okay? He doesn't, yeah. he acts like he doesn't remember anything. We don't remember anything, so it worked out for he us. He shows up but... years later after some kind of intense event between them. Middle of nowhere. <laughs> Australia, okay? There's not even soundtrack in them, their fields. Creep. Which well, I really love in, 
in all seriousness, I really, really love the the use of music in this show compared yeah. to the use of music in other shows we've seen, <laughs> um, <laughs> where we talked about earlier, Earning It. Earning, oh, yeah. Not Earn, Sons of Anarchy. No. Well, you know, Sons of, <laughs> Sons of Anarchy, it was like a music video after a music video. It Beyonce just, for white guys. <laughs> oh, that's oh, even putting Beyonce's name in that is so wrong Yeah, you're going to get tagged that. The White Guys Lemonade. I mean, it's so silly. It's insulting to white guys, not Beyonce, because it's just so silly for like a white guy to have a lemonade. But a white guy has to have an everything. So uh, you guys think that uh, Justin Thoreau could play uh, Nixon or not? Oh, give it, give it fifteen years. Okay, I'll give it. What about Superman? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I picture okay, him okay. aging gracefully on television, like a fine Laura Dern wine. Like a man Dern. Or... Laura Dern was the highlight of the new Star Wars for me. Apparently, she was decidedly gay. The character? Decidedly? Like, who decided? Yeah. Well, it was she was gay. Okay. And that was implied? Wait a minute. Laura Dern's in the new Star Wars movie is what you guys are trying to tell me? What's oh, yeah. Movie? Yeah, dude. Oh, what? yeah. She's oh, like a leader. She plays a leader that you that we've never heard of, but hey, we just got back into, into like cool. this time. Yeah, it's cool. Makes you know, sense. progress happens at the same rate in the Star Wars universe as it does in our universe. Shit, you know, you can't know everything. She has purple hair, and she's wearing kind of a turtleneck dealio, like a more feminine couture version of like the Steve Jobs, like simple look. But with no shoulders. No the shoulders. Shoulders are cut off. She looks great. <laughs> she's very close with Organa. Oh, wow, it's awesome. I and I didn't know her. there was a gay subtext. What? I've just been seeing headlines online, man. Cool. All right. Uh, so do we want to jump to the, the the dance, or do we do we want to stay with Justin Thoreau for a second? I don't know. Sorry, well, bro. yeah, let's go with Justin Thoreau to the dance. Oh, my God. Let's we know we want to. Please. Let's just go with let's him just, to the damn go, dance. Come on, Nora. Her name's Sarah in this universe because she goes by a different name for some weird reason. But come on, Nora. Go to the dance. So she goes to the dance. This show is nerdy as shit. All these multi-universes, multiverse. Whoa, yeah. Sarah 1 and Earth <laughs> 2 is, you know, like, I love it. It is sci-fi after all. It is, yeah, it's sci-fi, but it's subtle. It's so nice. Yeah. I love it. It's not in my mouth and in my face. It's just, it, ugh. <laughs> it's like the, the Matrix of relationships. Yeah, it's like the Matrix and Sideways had a baby. Yeah. And then she rides her bike a lot yeah. in the dark on missions. It's kind of like Stranger Things. She's like Stranger Thingsing around. <laughs> the more you call bike riding Stranger Thingsing, does it make it that much more so? But like it's a specific kind e. of bike riding. It's Poor like e. <laughs> you're bent over and there's a light and it's dark and you're like riding like a mad woman. That's like a dirty road. But anyway, she goes. She does go to the dance, and it turns out it's a fucking wedding, it's and he didn't tell her. Didn't even tell her, and he's like, "Well, there's dancing here. I mean, I'm on vacation in Australia right now, but come on." And the bride is pregnant and wasted. Pregnant and wasted in a wedding dress that is fit, you know, fitted very, beautifully very, to very her well. belly and her frame. But uh, the the do we not know about fetal alcohol syndrome yet, or is this? That, it's Australia. Should we call up Australia right now. Like I don't. Well, we... this is kind of why I thought they were in the Heaven, dreamland, dreamland, or the Silent Matrix Hill. land. Um, so that's kind of what I thought that was. It's like, oh, I can be drunk and... And poop out a baby. Pregnant. So nice. Yeah, it's convenient. Or... Give birth on my wedding day. I don't know. Yeah, that's a big spoiler, by the way, that it's kind of a swerve that uh, she's not she's... in the dream. Yes, yeah, spoiler, people. She's not in the dream. Like, it's a spoiler for us, though. I don't think it's, like, for other people. I don't think other people... I feel like it may have been. Really? Think about it. Well, we started at the pod, and we've jumped all these years that's later. That's probably a flashback... 
Oh, to an earlier episode? To an early, or, or a flashback to like, yeah. And then it sets up the fact like she got in this pod, remember when this happened, and now we're going to go back to where she's been. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, they might be clearing stuff up for us. I don't know. Either way, they were very nice to us. If you want to just skip all this, if someone's recommended The Leftovers to you and you just want to skip to the end and get the whole thing out of it, perfect place to start, people. Perfect place. And it's really, I I just want to say, I'm going to go out in there. I think this is my favorite thing we've watched. Really? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was a beautiful shot. It's, it stands alone. As much as Hard, I, yeah. yeah, as much as I like The Wire and uh, Pretty Little Liars. Oh, I love Pretty Little Liars. I really love Pretty Little that. Liars. But I, I really, really like this. Tastefully done, from beginning to end. <laughs> so we find out. Um, okay, this wedding, by the way, this wedding, very, very anti-Peta up in here. Okay. <laughs> First off, they're putting love lo- letters on birds, calling them love birds. Little notes everyone in the wedding gets to write, and they're releasing them into the wild to like. Yeah. I don't know what they were expecting out of it. She points it out later how stupid it is, but like. Well, it's kind of animal abusive, taking a bunch of birds and tying things to them that could hurt them. Right? And are we supposed to catch the bird or find them dead with the note? I never got what the what the birds is gonna be. Like, oh, and there's Nora. They they, they belong to Nora. <laughs> like she works hard on those birds. She works. Yeah, she trained. She them. lent out the birds, and it's like to a sister. Yeah, and this lady didn't feed the birds. Now she doesn't know she's gonna get them back, and she has to sit here and be cool at this wedding with Justin Thoreau and pretend she's not upset that her birds are. Well, the sister is laughing her ass off while like the main Sean Penn is like, "Yeah, we're gonna sin, sister," and she's like, "Hey, oh my god, it's so funny." But she's already fucked. She's fucking a she's dude not a in the bird. barn. I guess it's funny because she's not a virgin. She's fucking a dude in the she's barn. Pregnant. A ladder dude in the barn who has a motorcycle. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember that guy uh, on the yeah. farm. Yeah, Vaguely. she points it out. Our girl Holly, Nora Kalino, points it out. And she's like, you're sleeping with that guy, aren't you? Where are my birds? Extortion. <laughs> <laughs> I like that at that point, we still didn't know that she was... We didn't know for, for sure. You know, we hadn't really pieced it together. Like, oh, man, that she's not in her dream world. Because I think, Genevieve, it was you. Or like, why would she want that guy to show up on a motorbike? <laughs> Look at him. It's yeah. like, shit. Yeah, plus there's still sin going on. Like, sisters can sleep with dudes in Silent Hillville. I don't know. And she's, like, at a party, and she sucks at parties. Like, she's an introvert. But she's at this party. Yeah. And, like, she's trying to tell him, like, don't you remember the last time we saw each other and we had just had our own divorces? And because he was acting like he hadn't seen her since, like, high school. Mm -hmm. Um, He was acting like he really hadn't seen her, like, since, I guess he was a police officer in high school, or I don't... High school police? Yeah, like... I guess there was a shooting there. Who knows? But... Maybe this is a sequel to, um, what's that Johnny Depp show? Oh, Johnny One Jump Street? Johnny One Jump Street. <laughs> Johnny One Jump Street? <laughs> yes. This is a sequel to that. But it's mixed with The Lake House and um, Vanilla Sky and The Matrix. Okay. Uh, so... And a little bit of Memento. Oh, yeah. So there was that funny scene. Actually, I do have it right here where they do talk about the courthouse, as you did mention a second ago. Yeah, this is important. This establishes their relationship. Yeah, this establishes they know each other, despite Kevin denying our thorax dude denying it. What about the courthouse? What about it? We got our divorces on the same day and ran into each other. I asked you to go to Miami. You asked me to go to Miami? Yes. But we were strangers. Yes. And you're giving me a hard time about inviting you to a dance. It's a wedding. You must have me confused with someone else. Because if you asked me to go to Miami with you, I definitely would have gone. 
Why is that? I love Miami. Just a particular favorite line. I don't know. I his performance of it, yeah. his eyebrows. You should have seen it. I'm sorry. But. At this point, you don't know like which level of reality or the Matrix they're inside, but you do know that some of their memories, the way they tell their stories, is kind of out of sync. It's called the Book of Nora, the episode. I think that's significant. Oh yeah. And it's like the lady. The lady, when she's yelling at the lady about abusing her birds, she's like, oh, no, they'll come back. And she's like, no, they won't. Birds aren't going to come back. And then she's like, yeah, but it's just a better story to believe that your birds are going to come back and it's going to be okay in the morning. So, like, what did you guys originally... I had a a theory about uh, Arduda Thorax. What did you guys think was his deal with the whole creeping and the being weird and the I'm just in Australia, dude, you guys have any theories? I don't know if I had. I don't know if I had a Justin theory. A Justin, oh, 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 a Justin Theron. So Justin Theron. <laughs> uh, I was waiting for a swerve, but I'm just like in my head. Watch after watching so many bad television shows and movies <laughs> that do that kind of thing, I'm just always ready for it. But even when it happened, it still got me because, like, I don't know. I can't say I expected it because I didn't expect it when it happened. Yeah. But I had a I had a feeling that something was going to be amiss. I thought like they were going to get really into multiverse type thing, and he'd be like another Kevin, you know? Hello. Oh. That would be a good sitcom spinoff. <laughs> another Kevin. Great opportunity, Justin Theroux. Or Kevin James too. Okay, where they switch places. Oh, Kevin. No. James oh no, which Justin... Kevin? Which, which multiverse? Kevin? It's like Sliders, but a real laugh riot. And for some reason, people can't tell the difference. It'll be amusing. So Come one of the CBS. things that comes up is that uh, Nora didn't go to her brother's funeral. And you might remember the brother she was playing Mad Libs Mad with. Lib, bro. Like, medical death certificate Mad Libs. I don't know where... Like, do they sell those in the hospital? Uh, God, that would be really dark. If they sell it at the... Okay, first <laughs> off, having a gift shop at the hospital, very dark concept. I don't get it. She yeah. Can't be, but I don't get it. Like, you can buy a, like, $20 Shaw. They have so many Shaws oh for God, sale. I don't remember this for the rest of my life. Shops. Which hospital are you guys talking about? I'm talking about Spring Hill. Oh, yeah. USA. USA. Mobile Infirmaries is, like, ridiculously lit. I mean, like, the candy, like you said, the candy and snacks are cheap as fuck. Really great Good price. price candy. Um, you got the magazines. You got the, you know, the uh, really beat up USB phone chargers. But then you also have ceramic. Uh, vases with the Alabama logo on them. You know, it's just very <laughs> strange things. As you can tell from us, we hang around hospitals a lot, and I we work... also study murderers yeah. that have YouTube videos. Yeah. Like us. <laughs> I work in one, so there you go. He works inside a murderer in a hospital. <laughs> While on a YouTube video. It's a Shyamalan twist. <laughs> Do the Shyamalan twist. Oh, the goat. We forgot. There's more PETA things at the freaking wedding. Okay, so not only are they doing the thing with letting the pigeons go with stupid notes, stupid ironic notes attached to I their feet. I love you. Bruce has erectile dysfunction. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, what you see? Bruce, come on. He didn't need that shit, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Bruce and the birds. <laughs> um, They're both going to have dysfunctions. But so there's also everyone has Mardi Gras beads for some reason. Where do you get those in Australia? I don't know. I know where we get them here, but anyway. they might have caught them when they were in New Orleans. Okay, bringing them over. I don't school. know. Illegally trafficked them there. I but was... so they put all of their beads on the goat, and they say these beads are our sins. We're putting them on the goat, and then we're gonna let the goat free, and that will absolve us of sins. Jesus metaphor. The goat is Jesus. Some pagan shit. 
A, it is definitely some pagan shit, and also Goatee Gras 2K17 was uh-huh. like something I wanted to see more of, and I'm really bummed out that it actually turned out to be just as disappointing as most actual Mardi Gras. Wait, what? There's a goat Mardi what? No, Mardi Gras. I'm saying, uh, you know, Goatee uh, Gras. Gras turned out to be just as disappointing uh, as Mardi Gras. I thought that there was a specific prank just for goats. I was excited. I was like, so what? I missed my whole life, but... Yeah. I mean, we can form the mystic society of goats. goats boom. The, the the Masag. The greatest of all time. <laughs> yeah. But this brings us to our girl, Nora, Holly and Plano, having to, um, she's like in the middle of a song and then she, her bike busts out and she falls over after Stranger Things on the ground. <sighs> yeah, ever... she's Stranger Things along on a bicycle in the night with the bright light and she looks intense and she's like, oh my God, she just fell. Yeah, she falls. And she um, sees the goat that was uh, the martyr goat, the Jesus. He he's all tangled up in the beads and stuck to a fence. He can't get away because of the beads. Thanks, sins. And Thank now you, it you finally makes sense that she didn't fuck Justin Thoreau because it was her fate to not fuck him. She actually told him, and this is why I thought she was still in the pod because okay. she tells him like, "No, we can't do this. Like, none of this is real." And she runs off, Stranger Things away. Stranger Things in because that's what bikes are called now. And um, then she falls and she saves the goat, which is what she was supposed to do instead of get laid. And she gets a free goat. Like, it was a very dangerous thing she did, but, you know, it was, it was great. It was a cute little scene. She gets a goat. She gets to, she reads through the uh, the notes, because I guess the doves all left the notes. They're like, uh, fuck these notes. I'm going to fly away. They just kicked him off. They just kicked him. Yeah, get off my arm. <laughs> yeah, there's a definite Harry Potter element to it. Like how her brother calls her the bravest girl in the world. And that's a big deal to who she is. It's just she's kind of a Harry Potter figure in this. Is this based on a book? Oh, yes, it is based on a book series. That okay. is another thing I learned today. It actually. is based on a book series. Did those books come out before or after Harry Potter? Ooh, I don't know. That's a very good question. I think it's maybe a mid-2000s thing. I don't if know. If it's a mid-2000s oh. thing, Harry Potter has it beat by probably like around years. a decade. Yeah. yeah. Well, Harry Potter tropes are really just Jesus tropes but I'm sick of Jesus tropes, so I'm going to call it Harry Potter tropes. We got a little Jesus tropes in here, you know? I guess, do you want to count the goat? I don't know if it fully counts, though. Jesus didn't have a vagina. Harry Potter, though, is like... Did have a vagina. Harry Potter did. (laughs) I don't know. I wouldn't compare that so much. I wouldn't compare that to Jesus trope, like Sons of Anarchy, Jesus trope. It's a different thing. (laughs) Well, that was a full-on, okay? Because with, like, (laughs) it was. But with Harry Potter, it was more of, like, this kid was... Fucking, let's say it so many times, you were lucky. You just were lucky. Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah, yeah. He's Is legend. that you? He's more legend I than I say the scar. Our new celebrity. Oh. <laughs> All right, so we're ready to spoiler central the fuck out of this right now. I mean, haven't we been doing that this well, whole we time? We haven't done the full explanation yet when Kevin comes down. Okay. And he drops down. I'm going to play a little minute just for that so we know what we're talking about a little bit. You want to know how I found you, Nora? How? You want the truth? Yeah. yeah sure. No. When Matt told me you were gone, I didn't believe him. Or I couldn't. I just... I had this feeling that you were still alive. And that I would see you again. And then, then Matt died, and you weren't even at the funeral. And that should have convinced me. But I couldn't believe... The last time I saw you or talked to you was in that fucking hotel room. That night I burned this fucking book. 
All right, that's just where I want to drop a, a serious question. Book burning at a hotel room, is that like what we were gathering out of this? What I'm guessing is definitely probably not a, you know, a book burning for the sake of book burning. I'm sure it was a book that was very emotional. Maybe it was one of their wedding books. I think it Maybe. is Harry Potter for being very sinful. Okay, we're going back to the Christian theme. Maybe they okay. burnt the Bible. <laughs> Oh, ooh. Ooh. maybe they burnt Fahrenheit 451 oh, to be ironic. Yeah, a little fun there. But uh, last time you saw her at a book burn, I don't, I've never, I kind of want to do a book, <laughs> I don't know, some form of medium burning. Is it a social event? Have you guys done one? It's definitely a social event. I've never been a part of one because I I really don't care that much about anything. You burn it. for it. Huh? You gotta pay for it. You can just yeah, steal exactly. it from the library. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unless you make mixed CDs, but then you're like making mixed CDs just to burn it. You gotta pay for those too. Ugh. Just destroy some books on tape. Yeah. But, but it didn't even come to that. You know what I mean? You gotta make it a party. You do gotta make it a yeah. party. And everyone has to agree on what they're burning, I guess. You can't like just be Dixie Chicks. I think the like. last great burning was Dixie Chicks <laughs> when they disavowed Bush. Oh, yeah. Great CD burning. <laughs> I wonder how that did for this. Did anyone? Have, I wonder if people buy CDs for the CD burning because you want to attend, but you don't want to have nothing to bring. It's a, oh, I ooh. bet they do. That's why all press is good press. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> hotel book burning. So basically, what he suggested to her. I don't know if you guys heard this, but he suggested to her, and he even regretted saying. He was like, "Nora, you need to be with your kids, bro." And that's the whole reason she decided to go mm -hmm. to the Podverse to see her kids. And what was that? Her experience is weird. That's why it sounded like Silent Hill. Her experience sounded like Silent Hill. I it don't know. Terrifying. Yeah, horrifying. It also kind of reminded me of the movie The Family Man. Family Man? Oh, with Nick Cage. Nick Cage, yeah. Yeah, like you just fall into alternate realities where like f your family dynamics are changed and that changes where you stand. That's I actually quite like that movie. It's I, I like Nick Cage, like offbeat, like weird sentimental kind of like yeah like adaptation yeah I, I weatherman like, yeah oh, wow, i like weatherman, weatherman quite a oh. bit okay camel, camel toes <laughs> <laughs> i do have a question about this okay so they said she was like i had to take a boat from like australia to new york it was a bitch but because they don't have pilots because there's very few pilots yeah that's why i thought they were in a fake world because there were so few pi pilots but are all the pilots dead how do planes come out how do ipods come out who like what happens do people invent them where does the timeline stop to which they have the newest item that is a really really good question it's like sliders but it's not super obvious what kind of universe we're in yeah, but if by an iPod, costume and stuff I, like if the ipod comes out in our world does it just pop out of nowhere in the leftover world <laughs> in silent hillville well, maybe like the oldest guy on the iPhone team dies. Oh yeah, and he goes to the pod and ends up in whatever this world he is. Gets raptured. Yeah, like uh, a pilot can die, and then they'll have a pilot. Boom. Oh yeah, and the inventor of the pod machine died. That's how she was able to come back. Very, very convenient. He died, and no, he didn't die. He went through the pod machine. Yeah. Yeah. And he invented it. Like so Tom Cruise in Vanilla Sky. And he's just like, wait, why the, why in heaven's name would you want to, like, return, Nora, Holly, and Polina? And she's like, because, you know, my husband found a new lady in this other world, and they're really happy, and the kids are happy, and I just don't belong. Like, we're all kind of dead, but I'm a ghost. Yeah, I feel like an orphan in an orphan world. This is, ugh. Yeah, her referring to herself as a ghost was really good, and it... And 
Honestly, I can't say enough about the monologue that she gives. Ten minutes, and it Riveting. almost got me tearing. It almost, yeah, it almost it definitely made much. Justin Thoreau like man cry. Oh man, sobbing it, dude. Oh, those brows, like you could just feel the the brows weighing on top of me and caressing me, just very comfortingly. I don't. Need to it also made a room full of these chatty caddies you're listening to, completely silent. silent. Completely silent. She had us. And there's like no music in the background. Because we only get music when we earn it, and it rips our guts out. Who is that? Who plays Holly M. Colino? I don't know, but she is pretty great. She yeah. needs to be in the... We need to retroactively put her in the three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri movie. Oh. oh, Francis. <laughs> Francis. <laughs> yeah, get she's like there. sexy Francis McDermott. She's got that role. And they also put a, put a Justin Thorax in it. They can stay together and everything from that one. I'm I mean, yeah, and the way his wrinkle makeup is, he looks a lot like Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Oh yeah, he looks like the He's attractive. Very he went James the right Bond. Direction, the right universe, multiverse of Sean Connery. He took it, and now we're all gonna sleep with him. Apparently, I've never understood like the sex appeal of Sean Connery. I think Sean Connery is what people mean when they say that girls like assholes. Well, yeah, I mean, just like, like I'll I'll hit a woman, not with my fist, with an open hand. Not all the time, just when she won't stop. Barbara Walters interview, and she's like, "You'd hit a woman." Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is there any other places we want to jump to? We want to focus on pregnant Australian lady more. She is a hoot. I I don't know. That's a funny thing to have. Yeah, like, she's I was a little bit worried. Pregnant. But I was laughing at she's the same drunk. Time. Sometimes it's good to feel nervous when you think something's funny. Yeah, I kind of have a. This is not. This shouldn't be. This isn't right. You but know, it, but that's why it's funny. Yeah. And also you know, not knowing whether we were in real reality yeah, oh yeah, or fake really reality. Yeah. See, this episode was made for... I feel like there wasn't the time jump, though, before. I don't know. Everything I've seen, I've seen young Thoreau. I haven't seen old Thorox at all. Okay. But I don't... Once again, we don't... I didn't do any research, by the way. I have no interview information. We don't know if the creator of this show is a dick, and it kind of makes the show better. Because a lot of times, those dudes kind of ruin it. Yeah, we haven't show. Googled any allegations around the show. Yeah, no Me Too-isms. There's no Joss Whedon talking about feet excessively in the commentary track, which I didn't mention before, because that was really nice of Joss Whedon, but you know, fuck Well, this is a very <laughs> female-centric story. It is. Yeah, she has a lot of power. And it's know. the only, like, hot babe in a space pod style thing where, like, the woman... Even though we see her tits at the beginning, and she is literally an object in this pod at one point. Yeah, she's very, very. She like, turns herself into an object, and she records a thing where she says, "I just want to be with my kids." Becomes like this mother pod object, yeah. but she's like the subject instead of the object all through this world. She makes decisions. Yeah, I really thought it was gonna be like Westworldy at the beginning. I'm not gonna lie, when I first saw this pod stuff, but it did it did it it did a good turn. I really liked it. I yeah, no know. robot boobs. No robot boobs. Those boobs were very real. <laughs> yeah, you can see the little, like, very Israel. bumpies. So, okay, Goose after bumps. seeing this show, what do, what do you guys think? Were the, recommend, were the re, the people to recommend the show correct in their recommendation to us? Were they Boy Who Cried About show, or were they, like, actually right? No one recommended this show to me. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong I with that? I didn't hear of it. I all recommended it to myself, but I never did watch it. Again, I'd never heard of this. So I guess we're going to be the assholes recommending it without actually seeing it. It was great. Like, it made me cry almost the way Justin Thoreau was crying in that coffee shop when she finally reveals that she actually came back. So then we know that we're in real reality. Yeah. Wait, coffee shop? Well, they're not a coffee shop. Well, like a diner, restaurant, and they're in some kind of storefront sitting at a booth. What? 
Wait, what scene are you talking? The very end. Yeah. No, no, they're just at our place drinking tea. They're, they don't are they? Close yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was just so well lit. Yeah, I'd like that other scene place, but I don't know. I felt more cozy. They have an that. intense conversation, and he just cries. Oh, he sobs so beautifully. Yeah, they give everyone Emmys for this. This is this year. Give yeah. Them, give them the Oscars. The Justin um, Theroux. Thing. I I don't watch a lot of new TV, but I watch some. Justin Theroux is one of my favorite performances just because he makes these tiny little acting choices that convey so much. Like, for a minute, I forget that he's just a GQ model. Yeah, I never really felt like he could be a super creep. I was like, he's creeping hard as fuck at the beginning. but Because he's like, I'm just going on vacation, which actually translates to he gets two weeks of vacation every year so he goes to australia on those two weeks just to search for her every fucking time. well he did have to go to a friend's wedding that wasn't he didn't actually know them though oh yeah remember he just oh. met him at the hotel. yeah he just randomly walked up to her is there like a tinder for showing up to people's weddings i think it's australia i don't know like, yeah just australia dot aussie yeah they dance funny in australia <laughs> they don't know about other customs they don't know about murder it really yet. was an awesome dance yeah, like they, these people were dancing like we weren't watching them, and we were watching. Yeah, them. <laughs> they were dancing for themselves. Like, yeah, it was beautiful. Maybe we should go to Australia and watch the rest of the show. I'm right? never going to Australia. <laughs> Australia is terrifying to me. Everything that can kill you is there. It's like the deadliest, the deadliest spider, the deadliest snake, the deadliest sand. The, yeah, the sand's gonna kill you. That fecal bacteria. Yeah. Ugh. And the people there are probably going to kill you. But. Well, you know, Australians are, that I've known and met have always been very nice. Gun-free, actually. But, yeah, but that crazy guy who, like, built the ark, who was trying to build the ark. That guy who, like... Tim, we have one of those in America. Well, is it, yeah, Tim is, is... Oh, it's something... Tim something, or I don't know. He's the one who debated Bill Nye. Like, I'll debate Bill Nye any day. Go ahead. Stephen Hawking. Hmm. Tim what? Oh, God, I can't remember his name. What does he do? He's a... Like evangelical nut job from. Uh, uh, I don't know her. Yeah, yeah. He seriously was like, like <laughs> "We're gonna build the ark." Oh, that's like Jim Baker. Um, he sells eight-year supplies of food in buckets. Like you can buy a whole bucket of nacho cheese to go with you in the <laughs> bunker, and also like high sodium lima beans. Well, something. also when rapture happens. We do need food to go with us. I'm assuming there is going to be a line, and we will want nacho cheese in our line, yes? or Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to be in that line. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I, I'm going to be I with the rest of the leftovers. I would starve yeah. than eat Jim Baker yeah. cheese for eight years and then starve. I like the <laughs> idea of leftovers being for, like, the rapture. I don't know, because now I look at food in the fridge differently. Like, food I didn't eat. That, that food didn't get to go to heaven. I'm sorry, that, that hurts me. What's great about the title, The Leftovers, is that it's kind of unclear who's the leftovers, like the people in reality or the people in this other place. Yeah, because they lost everybody else, too, as Nora was saying. That monologue was amazing. I'm not going to play the 10 minutes, though. You watch it. Yeah, you're going to have to watch it. Watch it and Holly and Felina. But it really spells out something that I think a lot of people think about when they're first questioning heaven. Like, okay, if I'm going to go to heaven and I'm going to be with all my pets and my mom and my dad... And my husband, well, what if you go first and your husband finds another wife? Like, who does the husband live with in the heaven? Oh. 
And that's kind of what she experienced. And she didn't want to fuck it up because she didn't. She loved her family so much. Plus, she's got a little bit of Justin Kevin. I it's kind of like Castaway when Castaway Guy comes back and he like exchanges a kiss with his wife, but also can't be with her because she thought he was dead. Plus, he was with Wilson for like so long. Yeah, he was <laughs> fucking a ball fucking on a an ball. island. <laughs> Hashtag midlife crisis. <laughs> and that is one of those things in movies that you know absolutely happen. Yeah. We can't see every moment in movies. Yeah, and but... you have to just assume that off camera, things got a little hot on the uh, Kokomo Isle that he was stranded on. And I'm doing stranded in quotations. He could have left, but he was having a real that, good time. He was having a ball. He was having a real <laughs> ball. Oh. Having a ball. Having a ball. ball. Yeah, ball in the ball. Oh, He's a real baller. Debate. I had a theory that this was going to go in a Me Too direction, too, when Kevin showed up at that house creeping hard. Once again, he was creeping hard, okay? Even though he was, you know, Justin The Rocks, but... The he re- Rocks. Redeemed. He, he did. He redeemed himself. The Rocks, The Rocks. The Rocks. Oh, that's a good club name. It's like The Roxbury. It's short. Justin The Rocks. Night at The Roxbury. <laughs> I saw Night at The Roxbury at the theater in Springdale Mall. Oh, yeah. What year was it? 1998. 1998. I was seven. I thought it was a good movie. Of course you did. God, I thought uh, Corky Romano was going places. Oh my God, why? Why isn't he everywhere? Chris Corky Romano is an okay movie. It's not it's that great, great but it's better than it's some things. Okay. Corky Romano is better than a lot of movies that have gotten big budgets and big actors. Like Better than Hangover 2, 3, and maybe one not better than one let's be real yeah the one one was kind of funny one was lightning in a bottle type funny it was like you don't you don't take super bad and then do a sequel yeah when they're where they're in thailand and spending a bunch of money like it just feels like if you're in thailand like you're definitely sex touring oh yeah especially when you're hanging out with like ed helms ed helms has like a 90 day fiance who's like half his age and we don't get to know her character at all or her culture or her family we just get to know it's hookers with that in mind uh would you do you guys have any interest in seeing any more of the show did it did it peak you are you happy with what you saw Happy with what I saw. I'm not It stands yeah, alone. It does stand it does. great alone. People. How many seasons are there? There's three. only three seasons and only 28 episodes. How many seasons of Enlightened was there? Because that was another chick-centric, um, really only, good show. There's either three or two, but that got canceled. This ended itself. Yeah, this ended perfectly. <laughs> that's so that's so like dark. It ended itself. Oh yeah. You you've said that so many times in this episode, <laughs> and it's actually perfect. Oh yeah, it, it did end it itself, and it. It set it up. It set up great. It was a great episode for those who've seen it and haven't seen it. Like, or maybe for those who've seen it, it sucks. That would be horrible, right? I just Jesus. thought it was so beautiful. Like when she's biking along the flowers, there are these long transition scenes where no music, and you just hear like the rustle of her bike right. as she's going. You hear the pigeons rustle, and the pigeons do come back at the end. Oh, yeah. After she finally kind of lets them go mentally, her pigeons actually like most of them come back. But imagine, like, having a shit ton of questions weighing down on you and being like, well, the finale's going to answer all my questions. And you just get, like, long scenes of bicycle rides like that. I bet that would piss those people off. Here's a question. It's an idea. Okay. A theory. The birds came back. They did come back at the last scene. They did. The birds come back. And what did the sister say? It would, that'd be a nice ending. That'd be a nice ending, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be a nice oh. story if the birds came back. They are in heaven. They're in Silent Hill, people. Silent Hill. Think about it. It's like the wobbling at the end of Inception. Those birds, Silent Hill. Those birds wouldn't come back. 
But I feel like half of them would come back. That, 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 that the show ends with all of them coming back. Like that's the you was know, it all of them? That's the implication. Oh. That every bird they reverse John Woo as because it would be a nice ending. Yeah, it would be a nice story. Nice story. Holy shit. But I think they come back because she's not willing to accept the nice story. Like, she's not willing to just fuck Justin Thoreau, even though I know she hasn't been fucked in ages. Or maybe Justin's, like, her purity. Isn't that what doves are, purity or something? I feel like Justin's kind of a temptress. Like, because I, well, I was thinking when she, he first showed up that she had manifest him because she was still in the pod. So I thought it was like an imaginary envisioning of someone from real life, similar to like as if she was Tom Cruise from Vanilla Sky. And this is Cameron Diaz, who she fucked eight times. And that means something. Or uh, <laughs> Penelope Cruz, who oh, yeah. has the mole in the place, I think on her boob. It's special. And Jason Lee could be there, too. Yeah, why not? I forgot about Jason Lee. Yeah, Jason Lee. He's like Tom Cruise's like best friend in that movie. He's the Casey Affleck of Tom Cruise. You know he got that job by Scientology, right? Like, there's no way he didn't. <laughs> yeah. both of them are, like, big-time Scientologists. They both have to suck off John Travolta. And oh. Will Smith. Oh. Oh. So weird. And Jada, because they're swingers. Yeah, but, like, with a mask with those, they like, they can't confirm or deny. Well, yeah, the that's what um, Eyes Wide Shut was all about. That is 100%. That's why, that's why uh, Kubrick was unhappy with us. All right, we got to the bottom of uh, Leftovers. Uh, I, I don't know. Is there any last little note to add? Or are we? Uh, my last note literally just said, Goaty Graw continues with a vengeance. I wrote that when uh, she was taking the necklaces off of the oh, goat. The at beads. The, fence. At the yes. beads. Yeah, and the beads, the beads represent the, sun, the, the sins of all the wedding party. And yeah. she wore them. She put them on. She put them on. And once again, the goat is Jesus. The goat is Jesus, everybody. There's a Jesus in here, and it's a goat, so... Greatest of all time. That's way better than an old motorcycle dude. I don't know. Sorry. Or any motorcycle dude. Yeah, better than motorcycles. It's a goat. Fuck sons. Better than sex. This is like how Sex in the City should have been. She should have rode her little bicycle away from Big and rescued like a kitty cat that had fallen (laughs) in a gutter. And then she would have found more meaning. She would have quit smoking. And then here comes Aiden, because that's how it was supposed to end. I'm Aiden. I make furniture. I broke up with my big fat Greek wedding, and now I'm with you. Yeah. He's like the perfect size. He's right before he gets man boobs. Perfect cuddle size. Do you think Hollywood is cloning people? That is a theory uh, first presented by Holly and Polino on our blog, if you want to check that out. Also, um, while we are being played out, uh, yeah, I do think that, yes. Let's get on the theme song. Let's get on the theme song. Anyone want to join me on this one? You want to join? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. join. I don't even know what it says. All right, go for yeah. it. Yeah. Everybody's wondering what and where they all come from. Everybody's worrying about where they're gonna go. When the whole thing's done, but no one knows for certain. And it's all the same to me. I think I'll just let the mystery be. Some say once you're gone, you're on forever. And someday. Some say you're resting the arms of Savior if I send you back. Some say they're coming back in a garden bunch of carrots and sweet peas. I think I'll just let the mystery be. Some say they're going to a place called glory. And I ain't saying it ain't a fact. But I've heard that all around through purgatory. I just go.